You're listening to the E-Commerce Insight Show, brought to you by The Good. Hey everyone, James Sowers here, and I am coming to you today to talk about one of the most overlooked tactics in the e-commerce conversion toolbox, and it is the confirmation email. This is a critical part of your post-purchase customer experience, and a lot of folks get it wrong by grabbing the off-the-shelf template from their email service provider and letting it be at that. So in this episode, I wanna talk about the types of confirmation emails that exist out there, why they're important, the fundamentals of getting them right, some creative ideas for how you can improve upon your existing confirmation emails, and then I'll leave you with one example and a resource to go find plenty of additional examples of best-in-class confirmation emails. So let's start with the types of confirmation emails. The three main types are a subscription confirmation, which would be when somebody joins your email newsletter, a purchase confirmation, which confirms the actual purchase of a product from your store and lets folks know how they can track their package. And then you'll have a shipping confirmation, which is an email that lets them know that their package has physically been placed on that truck or that plane or however it's traveling and lets them know that it's on its way to them so that they should be on the lookout for it. Some less common types of confirmation emails are the subscription cancellation email. So you might be a subscriber to something like Dollar Shave Club and you decide that you're gonna grow a beard out and you don't need razors anymore. So you cancel your subscription and they would wanna send you an email that lets you know that you're not gonna be billed anymore and you're also not gonna receive any additional products. There's also the confirmation of the receipt of a customer support message. So if somebody reaches out to your team for assistance, you wanna let them know that the message has reached your inbox and that you'll get back to them as soon as you can. There are a bunch of different ways that you can use confirmation emails, but the three big ones, again, for e-commerce are the subscription confirmation, the purchase confirmation, and the shipping confirmation. So why are these even something that you should be worried about right now? Well, first, they're a key point of the customer journey where you have the opportunity to reassure the customer or subscriber that the action they just took actually happened and that you're going to take whatever the intended next step is. Second, they receive exceptionally high open rates. So some studies show that open rates on confirmation emails are as high as 42%. And when you compare that to marketing emails that typically have a 15 to 25% open rate, you're talking about a lot of additional attention and consideration being given to these emails compared to your normal marketing email blast. And they also experience higher click-through rates and conversion rates. So because of all of this, they are one of the most underutilized and untapped assets that many e-commerce brands have at their disposal, and they're just letting them sit there and languish. So if you wanna get confirmation emails right, what do you have to do? First, this should be obvious, but you have to confirm the action. You need to lead with that. So if I bought a product, I want you to let me know that my payment went through okay, that the product's gonna be pulled off the shelf, it's gonna be packaged up and sent to me. Let me know that the intent that I had has been achieved and that I can expect to receive whatever benefit it is that I was expecting. Similarly with shipping confirmation, you wanna put me at ease and let me know that the money I gave you is actually going to be transferred into a product and that product is on its way to me. So I should be looking out for it and I don't have to check my credit card statement to make sure that everything went through okay. So after you confirm the action, you want to set the right expectations. And that's contextual as well. So if somebody subscribed to your newsletter, you say, hey, just wanted to confirm that you have been added to our list and you'll continue to get our insight articles or our new podcast episodes 
as they come out and then set some expectations around when they can expect to hear from you, what type of material they can expect you to cover, how you're going to handle their subscription if they decide to pause or cancel or move on or uh, whatever it is that you want to make sure that the reader knows about the second, third, and fourth steps in their journey forming a relationship with you and with your brand. Number two, you want to keep it skimmable and keep it reader focused. Remember to always present things in the context of what's important to the reader and keep in mind their perspective as you're drafting things. And furthermore, we all know that folks are busy and although these emails get opened more frequently than most, they might not get read to completion. So make sure that it's skimmable. Lots of visual aids, lots of font and typography hierarchy. So you want to have headings with bulleted lists, things that are easy to consume, especially on a mobile device. And we'll get to that a little bit later. Third, you want to strive for continuity. And I've got to give a shout out to Benji Bowie from Privy for that term because I love it. What it means is if somebody signs up on your website, you have a certain presentation of your brand, right? There are colors associated with your brand, fonts, your logo, product image, a bunch of different things go into how somebody feels and what they remember from filling out that form, whether it's an email newsletter signup form or purchasing a product, wherever they are taken immediately following that, and in this case, in a confirmation email, you want it to look and feel the same way. Imagine if you were walking down the street and you saw a sign for a Nordstrom and you walk through the doors, but the inside is decorated and all the products are arrayed and they're all Old Navy things. How disorienting would that be to expect this premium shopping experience and then walk right into something that's oriented more around families and, and budget clothing and things like that? So that's the same kind of experience that your subscribers can have if you have a very polished presentation on your site and then they're dropped into this sterile black and white off the shelf templated confirmation email. So be mindful of the customer experience in that regard as well. Number four, make sure that they are mobile friendly. You hear this a hundred times a day in other areas of your business, but people are using their mobile devices more frequently than ever before, and they're not going to give back that ground. So that number is only going to climb higher and it's easy to work on your email template on your desktop computer and think that everything looks fine and not test it on a mobile device and then have customers not be able to click on a button or to have a shipment tracking link get cut off or something like that. So definitely test on all device sizes, especially smaller ones to make sure that all of your customers are having the experience that you originally intended. And finally, number five, consider including a call to action. So tread lightly here. The last thing you want to do is follow a product purchase up with another sale that can feel a little bit pushy, but it could be a call to action to join your referral program or refer a friend to your newsletter, or just reach out and let us know what feedback you have around the purchasing experience and how we can get better or what questions you have about the product you're about to receive. All of those things are also calls to action. So think about the context of this specific email and which one might fit best for your use case. All right, so we've covered the basics. Let's think about some more creative ways that brands can leverage confirmation emails and make them more valuable for your business. So instead of just going with the default template, you could use a post-purchase confirmation email to tell your brand's story or expand on your company mission or introduce your team members to provide a little bit of a human touch. You could also share reviews, testimonials, or case studies from customers who have actually purchased that product. Many of the tools that you can find out there today 
they actually let you personalize the message in some of the content like images or headlines based on the purchase that was made through your Shopify store or whatever platform you're on. So if I buy a brown uh, bomber jacket, then you could show me actual customer reviews for that same jacket, not some unrelated product that I probably don't care about, right? So make sure that if you're going to do this, that you do your best to contextualize that and personalize that to the individual recipient. How about a couple more creative ideas? You could educate them about the product they're about to receive. If I just bought a new grill, maybe you want to follow up with me between the point of purchase and actually receiving the product with some kind of recipe book or, or something to improve my experience with your product and equip me to get even more value out of it. You can also proactively address frequently asked questions or reassure folks about your refund and return policies. This is especially important in things like the apparel industry where sizing can be a little off. You want to have people feel at ease about their purchase, especially if it's a high ticket item. Let them know that if it doesn't fit right or something like that, that you'll be happy to process that refund and accept the product back and help them find the right one for them. And then the last one that I'll share with you today is conduct customer research. So we already talked about how frequently these emails get opened and clicked. This is the best time to learn even more about your customer because they're actually in their inbox. They're actually engaging with their brand. So this can be as simple as collecting some demographics, like tell us a little bit about yourself. It could be feedback on the overall purchasing process. Like how can we get better? Um, how can we better serve you? What worked, what didn't work, that kind of thing. Or it can be more open-ended and just, Hey, tell us why you're excited to get this product or why you started shopping for whatever the product was today, what's going on in your life. And that can help you inform things like website copy or email copy or Facebook ad copy, or it can help you in the product development process so that you continue to refine the features of your product to be even better and to serve your customers even better. Remember with all these ideas, don't sacrifice the details of the order confirmation for the sake of marketing. So, the last thing you want to do is take the order confirmation details, like the products that were in the cart, the cart value, the estimated shipping date. You don't want to bury those behind any of these other elements. You want to lead with that confirmation, put the reader at ease, let them know that whatever action they just took actually happened and then follow up with some of these other ideas. Speaking of ideas, I'm going to leave you with one example of a confirmation email that was done right. And then I'll also give you a resource we're going to find literally thousands of additional examples. So this one comes from Warby Parker and they make uh, glasses. And so what they do with their confirmation email is they start with the transactional details to so say, here's a product you bought. Here's the total value of your order. Here's your estimated ship date, all those things that you would expect that probably exist in your off the shelf template. Then they provide a link to their FAQ page so that you can proactively seek out answers to any questions that you have about shipping or returns or fit or styles or anything like that. Next, they recap the order details one more time and they provide you with a link to track your package. And finally, they squeeze a cross sell opportunity in there at the very bottom of the email after they've already delivered all this value to promote their new line of contacts. So I love this use case because they sell primarily glasses frames, prescription and non-prescription, sunglasses and conventional glasses. But as they evolve their product line to also include contacts, they're using this post-purchase confirmation email as an opportunity to say, hey, this is something new that we're offering. You probably haven't heard about it yet, but you just bought glasses from us. If you also wear contacts and you'd like to migrate from your current provider over to Warby Parker, click here to learn more about what we're doing on that front. 
I just think it's a great example of presenting the right call to action in the right moment in a way that is non-sleazy. And it also reaches out to somebody who has already clearly indicated some level of interest, engagement, and appreciation for your brand and the products that you offer. So this is a great example of email marketing that packs a lot of information and value into a single concise email. It's on brand and it gives customers a reason to get excited about their recent purchase while also cross-selling into a new product line and potentially adding even more value there. So I'll leave you with this. If you like the Warby Parker example, if you like some of the concepts we talked about today and you wanna go and improve your own confirmation emails and you're just looking for a place to start, you're looking for some inspiration, check out a site called Really Good Emails and that's at reallygoodemails.com. They've got a library of 6,000 email templates that you can search by category, by industry, by function, and find some of the, not just the best designed examples, but also the best examples in terms of structure and copywriting and messaging. So I can't give that a higher recommendation. Please go check out reallygoodemails.com and take the first step today to improving your own confirmation emails. And if you got anything valuable out of this podcast, please just tell a friend about it. It's the best way to help us grow and give us the reassurance and the momentum we need to keep doing what we do. So I'll let you get back to your day. Hopefully this was helpful. And if you have any questions about what we talked about today, I'm on Twitter as at James R. Sowers, S-O-W-E-R-S, or you can tweet at me at the good. All right, we'll talk to you soon. And until then, best of luck in life and in business. Hey everybody, this is James again. And before you go, I just wanted to invite you to join one of the coolest things I get to work on as director of marketing here at The Good. It's called the e-commerce insiders list, and it's a private version of this podcast feed that gets you access to tons of additional bonus content, like extra interviews, Q&A sessions, website teardowns, and anything else we can dream up. It doesn't cost you anything but your email address, and we promise to always respect your inbox. This is just our way of forming stronger relationships with our listeners and making sure that we produce content that is actually valuable to you and to your business. If you're interested, you can join the rest of the e-commerce insiders by going to thegood.com slash podcast and dropping your email into the form at the top of the page. We'll follow up with directions for how to access the private feed and you'll be off and running. Like I said, this is one of my favorite things that I get the opportunity to work on because it lets me interact directly with e-commerce founders and leaders just like you. If you're interested, I'd love to see your name pop up in my notifications. Until then, keep an eye out for the next episode of the e-commerce insight show and we'll talk to you soon.